Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time. You already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip, that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. What's up, wrestling fanatics? We are back. It's- Woo! Been a little while, Ben. Been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks, man. I hate being gone so long. Like I see all the other podcasts being put out, and I'm just like, man, we need to put our podcast out. I'm getting jealous. Well, we were back on the mics tonight, fresh back, just back from watching Ohio State take on Purdue. So we're gonna freestyle this one a little bit today. Yeah, you know, we'll talk. We haven't been on so, you know, our last duel. We talked about the Southern. Or our last podcast that we talked together. We talked about the Southern Scuffle. Then we put out that awesome interview with Gabe Dean, kind of, you know, talking about what it's like to go for, you know, your third NCAA title. Because as you had, you know, previously indicated, there's four wrestlers going for the third NCAA title. That was an awesome interview. But now it's just you and I. You know, unfortunately, not the, not quite the hype of having Gabe Dean on. So you're stuck with us for about an hour. But, uh, you know, I think we're going to we're going to bop around to some duels, some of the latest uh, happenings in wrestling. And, uh, you know. Have some fun. Yeah, I'd say, uh, oddly enough, or maybe not so oddly, a lot's gone on over the last couple of weeks that we can talk about, that we've missed out on talking about. Um, So let's have a little fun doing it today. But before we do, let's just take care of a little bit of business as always. This is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast featuring myself, Brandon Olinger, alongside my favorite partner in crime, Ben Watson. What up, what up, what up? And it just so happens that this is episode number 51. That's 51. crazy. That is crazy. I like But we think they're all crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, episode two. What? <laughs> what a milestone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. So anyway, you can find us on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. And if you want to send us an email, please do so. We've been getting been getting quite a few lately, but it's the Inside Trip One at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We got an email question that we got to talk about today. We did? Yeah. I'll, I'll read it later. Okay. I uh, hope I'm prepared to answer it then. Oh, it's, it's yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, let's see. A couple of things I guess we need to start pimping out. Um, oh, let's talk about shirts first real quick. Sure. Right? Still got a few shirts left. Um, I think we got, we're running really low. I think about really all we got left is some gray largest. So if you've seen the shirts um, and you'd like one, hit us up. You can send us a direct message on Twitter or you can shoot us an email. Whatever works for you. Shirts are 25 bucks. That includes shipping. Uh, let's see what else. I'll tell oh. you what. If you are a Buckeye fan, not that all of you guys are, but those grays look pretty good at the Buckeye dual meets. We saw our boy Mike wearing one today at the Ohio State Purdue match. That was pretty nice. That was pretty cool. Mike, oh, good old Mike Wilson, looking good in that yeah. Inside Trip T-shirt, huh? So. Speaking of Mike Wilson, man, big shout out to him. Thanks a lot for the tickets that you sent my way for the Ohio State Iowa match. Got a chance to take my son to that duel. We'll talk about that in just a bit. But uh, the seats were phenomenal. My son had a wonderful time. So, Mike, thanks a lot, man. Awesome, dude. He sent me tickets for Ohio State, Minnesota, and we got freaking snowed in. Couldn't even, you know, couldn't even go. Well, so, you could have. You just chose not to. No, I couldn't have. I literally, when I got off work, it would have taken me eight hours to get to Columbus. Should have left work earlier. <laughs> 
I'll tell my boss that. I'm just kidding. But no, yeah, man. So Mike Wilson just he's the man, dude. Awesome. He's dude. the man. Awesome dude. So um also, um, I guess we need to start pimping this uh two thousand and eighteen NCAA Division One Wrestling Championship just phenomenal guide that Jason Bryant oh, this, puts this together. This almanac? Yeah, the almanac. I bought it every year. This thing is amazing. It is pretty. Look, all kidding aside, yes, we are pimping this because we do, uh, we may get a little something out of it, but it is an, an amazing thing for all college wrestling fans to help you follow along at the national tournament. Anyway, you can find this at matttalkonline.com backslash fanguide18. That's the link. You can just go to matttalkonline.com and I'm sure you'll see the link for it. It's retail $19.99, but if you use the promo code inside trip, all one word, you'll save five bucks and give us a little kickback as well so we can drink some beer at the NCAA tournament. <laughs> we yeah. need that beer money. Yeah, beer money or money to money back into the podcast. But guys, if you haven't bought this before, I've I've bought it every year. Um it's well worth it. It's like well over two hundred pages worth of statistics, uh facts, results. history, results about the NCAA tournament. Get this. They'll send it to you. You can print it out if you want, or you can look at it on your iPad, your iPhone, or your computer when you're at the NCAA tournament, or if you're watching the NCAA tournament at home. It's got everything you need. It's got all the qualifiers. It's got all the previous All-Americans. It's got everything, guys. So Inside Trip is the uh, promo code word. If you use that, we get a little bit of money on that, too, and it's at matttalkonline. Dot com. Dot com. Thank Please you. do that, guys. Come on. <laughs> Support Jason Bryant, the king of the podfather. I'm pretty sure, though, that they don't get a hard copy. It's just digital copy, correct? Oh, so they could print one out. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought you said they, he would send you one. Oh, no. I don't, I don't think he's going to do clarify. that. No, you can print one out, not him. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. So, as we said, a lot to cover, a lot we've missed over the last two weeks. Um Let's just start out talking a little Buckeyes, man. Oh, baby. Just got back from uh, St. Paris, Ohio. The the big city of St. Paris, Ohio, Graham High School, where the Buckeyes just took on Purdue. That damn stoplight in St. Paris. It backed us up a little bit. <laughs> I is, think more people were in St. Paris today than have ever been. It's funny because we, we were like compl- or commenting on how many freaking banners they have for wrestling. They're just an amazing wrestler. I mean, you know, props to Jeff Jordan and what he's kind of – Built there is a national powerhouse. Um, really cool that the Ohio State Buckeyes uh, wrestle some duels that are considered their home duels that they could wrestle in Columbus, that they take their team on the road. Not that St. Paris is really far from Columbus. It's probably about 30 minutes um, to wrestle in Bo and Micah's uh, home gym. That's really neat. Yeah, I love it. I mean, obviously, look, yeah, I mean, Micah got recognized too, but, you know, it seems like lately what they've been trying to do is travel to a few of their, you know, a few of their top seniors, hometowns, home schools to do a home match. We saw them do one at Cuyahoga Valley Christian Academy earlier this season for Tomasello. Um, I he think, didn't even wrestle. Yeah. You know, Dang they, it, it's damn neat. I think they had a meet out east at uh, Kyle Snyder's high school, right? That's right. They did. They did. I think that might have been last year. Or was what? it this year? I thought it was this year. No, it was last year. It was last was year. Was it last year? Yeah. yeah. Oh, where was the Maryland duel wrestled? It was, I think, in Maryland. It really? was in Maryland. Yeah. Was it in Maryland? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, maybe but I'm last wrong. year they wrestled at Good Council. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, then tonight, we got to, or today, we got to see him wrestle at Graham High School to uh, kind of celebrate Bo Jordan. Micah Jordan got recognized as well. Cody Bircher got recognized oh, with when the he got that 34-second pin, stepping in for Tayshan Campbell. Cody Bircher, man. You love Cody. I love Cody Bircher, dude. He's my dude. He's the consummate 
Just grinder, dude. Last year, NCAA qualifier. This year, he loses his spot to Tayshan Campbell. Only seen limited action in the varsity lineup, and when he does, he's just gone to work. He's just gone to work, man. You know, and what can I say? I'm not, you know, I'm not dissing Tayshan Campbell, but he got DQ'd, stalled out on Friday night against Michigan State. Bertrand goes out, you know, against Austin Hiles, who's, you know, had had some wins this year, a win or two. That's not bad, but he's not ranked. Bertrand goes out and says, "Look." Tom Ryan, give me give me a chance, homie. Give me a chance. I'm about to pin some people at the NCAA tournament. That's what he's saying. <laughs> that's what he's saying. Okay. Yeah, that's what he's saying. I mean, all right. So you you, you think Birch should start over Tayshan? I don't know. You're going on record, right? Because that's what you've been saying all day. I've had to listen to it all day long. I'm not going on record as saying that. I'm just saying it's, uh, Tayshan's weight cut is a little concerning to me right now. Well, he got the day off today. Probably a much-needed day off yeah. from having to make weight um, prepping you know, in preparation for that big duel that's coming up next Friday. You're right. Um, anyway, what were your thoughts today on the Buckeyes? I thought they looked really good. I thought they looked a lot better today than they did um, against – well, it's tough because Purdue, Purdue, although it's a pretty decent squad, actually, they're, they're actually – they're my sneaky team of the week because they got like five ranked guys out of ten weight classes. The Buckeyes put it to them. And they didn't stop scoring points, and I really liked that. Uh, they got back into you know how they were wrestling against Princeton, against some other teams, uh, and and it could be competition. But you know, there was plenty of opportunities for them to grab them major decisions against Iowa, and then they would get scored on at the end to not only lose the major decision but to make the match closer. Here, they shut out matches a lot better. They shut matches out a lot better, um, and then actually even Michigan State. So I thought they looked good today. Uh, up and down the lineup, I thought they looked really good against some decent guys. Um, McKenna wrestled Limix, right. who I think, um, if he's not ranked, at least in some of the prognostications, I, I know that he's definitely uh, you know, close to it. He shut him out with a nice 6-0 win. Uh, Bo Jordan had a really nice win against Lin, uh, Lindy. Is that, is that how you say his name? Uh, I think it's Liddy or Lighty. Light, oh, yeah, Liddy. Lighty. Lighty, Lighty yeah. Uh, Bo Jordan, you know, he's Bo Jordan had to battle in that match. Lighty's not not a slouch, and uh, even Kevin Snyder went after went after uh, um, their heavyweight, who's who's ranked, I think, in the top uh, twenty. So, I thought the Buckeyes battle. What do you think? No, I thought they looked really good. Um, I I really liked the way Tomasello looked too at one twenty five, and I think yeah. the biggest thing about Tomasello is, I mean, I think the majority of the masses would would agree that. Um, you know, he's a better wrestler than Welch. Welch is a pretty good wrestler, all right? He's ranked, what, you know, in the top 15. Yeah, I'll let you know um, in a second. I'm just pulling the rankings up now. Depending on what sh- ranking service you're looking at. Um, I think uh, he had a nice summer. Um, I think, he, what, he made the, the Fila? Didn't he, didn't he win Fila? Fila I, Juniors? I know he definitely had some um, some good freestyle wins this summer and wrestled a lot. But didn't he, didn't he make a – did he make the junior team this year? I don't know. I don't know. That's That's a little out of my element. He is ranked 13th right now, though. In the yeah, so, I mean, the, the biggest thing, regardless, the biggest thing about Tomasello, though, that I really like seeing is that it, it went the distance, right? Yeah. It was a high major. A high major. It went the dis- distance, and his pace was the same in the last 30 seconds of the third period as it was in the first 30 seconds of the first period. <laughs> it might have actually been faster. Yeah, I mean, so I, I really like seeing that. I think that's that's great point. real indicative of how he is managing the weight cut coming back down to 125. Um, and I think that bodes well for he's him. A, he's a huge 25-pounder. 
it's funny that we say that, that he's such a huge 25-pounder, but I'm so used to remembering what he looked like last year at 33, 33 and I'm yeah. like, oh, man, he looks so little he, this he, year. No, he shrunk his body. But, but he's still. He's jacked. Dude. And he'll show you. After he wins his match, he walks around with his straps down for a good five minutes, just freaking showing it off. Dude needs a bra. His pecs are so big. I would walk around without a shirt all the time if I looked like that. Yeah, mid- dude, midwinter, I would be at the Uregan without pants on. <laughs> without pants? Oh, man, that would be some shrivel. Yeah. I was in the pool. But, no, uh, great point. Because it's the same way with um, every match that even against um, – Ravon Foley, where he only beat him 7-3 to three against Michigan State, mm-hmm. his pace was still constantly good. And that's what you need to look at right now with Tomasello. He's going to finish. He's going to crisp those things up. He's going to get his shots. Um, he's going to start finish, finishing the shots better later on. He's going to start doing you know, better. He can have a little bit better crisper technique later on once he starts getting more mat time. But the thing that you majorly need to look at at this point is how is the cut affecting him? Every time I've seen him wrestle, the cut didn't seem to be affecting him to the point where I think he's got a good chance. I mean, even against Spencer Lee, he, he went seven minutes hard. He really did. Ridden. He really did. So while we're on the Buckeyes, let's just go ahead sure. and let's, let's transition to that. We haven't had a chance to talk about the, uh, the Iowa duel, um, which oh, yeah. was a big duel. Um, obviously, Ohio State won. We beat him by 10. I say we. We're not on the team. Um, Ohio State beat him by 10. <laughs> you could say we. <laughs> um, what was this, like the third time ever that Ohio State beat Iowa? Second time in the last 60-some years or something like that. I think we had only beat them two times prior to that. So I think this was the okay, third time. Yeah, yeah I, I believe so. Um, again, I, 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 got, I had the... How was the duel? You were there. I was. There. It was amazing. It was, was it amazing. packed? It, it, it was packed. Weren't well, there I mean, flames and stuff I mean, you're going a, on? You're, yeah, they did all that again. You're in the Schottenstein Center, so it's, it obviously seats quite a bit of people. But I mean, like 18, there 000. was yeah. I mean, every bit of a little over fifteen thousand fans there. It was a great environment. I love the way they had everything set up this year for it. I, um, I heard it was the fourth highest dual meet attendance record. It may have. That's been. pretty awesome. It was awesome. Um, and it's just, it's just weird. I will say this though. The match started at 125, and, um, you know, we all know how that match ended up, and it, it definitely took a little bit out of the crowd. Did it take some wind out, out of the crowd's sails? It really did, and it wasn't even – that wind got taken out of the crowd's sails um, at the end of the second period after – Really? It, it really did. Even I, when even when um, Tomasello could uh, – had a lot of chances to finish in the third. Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying the crowd didn't pick back up. Okay, but gotcha, There was gotcha. not one single spectator in that crowd that thought Spencer Lee was going to put the right he did on Thomas. Well, tell Lee. me the last person that rode Thomas L. Waters. Yeah. Alan Waters. Yeah, Alan Waters year. rode him in the dual meet. Nathan's freshman year and turned him. Right. Nathan took neutral, beat him in the semis. Right. Oh, premonition. Let's talk about this match for a second, though. Yeah, you had right. a chance to watch it. I got to watch it live. I, I haven't been. I wish I could have found it to watch it again online. Um, I haven't had had a chance to since then. But um, it was a great match. It was a phenomenal match against two guys that are just so high level. I mean, it, it, I didn't expect They're expert technician. I didn't expect that outcome. But did you not? I really didn't. I I thought Tomasella was going to win that match. But I did too. When he didn't get, when Tomasello couldn't get a takedown in the first period, and then went down under Lee in the second period, midway through that second period, when you started thinking, "Oh my God, is he going to?" Right there's that one is minute. Yeah, right times about over one exactly. minute now. You know, that's when you started thinking, "What's what's going to happen here?" Well, so so 
I watched that match, and I've got a few pieces. Um, I, I've got a few thoughts for both of them. Uh, one, let's just start with Spencer Lee. Tip of the cap to him. He put on a great ride. Tomasello was almost out three or four times, and Spencer Lee had some very nice mat returns. Those mat returns were yeah, insane. They, they, they were actually violent at times. Um, but that does make me think that I think that Tomasello can get out on him, but I don't think we should mess with that. I don't think Tomasello should mess with that. He needs to take more shots in the first period. He needs to wear Spencer Lee down a little bit. I think what Spencer Lee did that stopped him on that is he was climbing that rope, pulling those two-on-ones in. We've talked about this before. Last year when he was at 133 pounds, he scored a lot of points on a lot of people, but he'd wrestle a guy like Michich, who loves getting to that two-on-one, and when Michich was successful at getting to that two-on-one, he didn't beat Tomasello, but he slowed him down. You're making an awesome point. Quite a bit. He slowed him down quite a bit. So what's Spencer's leads? What's his favorite thing to do on, on his feet? He loves getting to that two-on-one. Two on one. And he actually attacks off of it more than most people he do. He did, although he only took like one shot in the first. You know what's funny? I think people might be scouting that because Welsh tried to do that to Tomasello today. Makes sense. They tried to two-on-one him, and I was like, man, is that what people are doing? Now, NATO hit that, uh, you know, hit that post-high C a lot on Welsh. Look, man, if a guy's got a good two-on-one tie on you, you're not going to be able to take him down with it. Right. You, you can't take him down with one arm. So... So Spencer tied him up in the first period. I'd like to see NATO's hands move in a little bit more. Not that they don't always move. Um, the biggest thing for me is NATO's got to get back to finishing the way he finished um, yeah. last year and a couple years before. What I saw was he would hit his high crotch. So, you know, everybody knows he's got a lefty high crotch. And his head would get shoved inside. This is what happened at the final, the final 30-something seconds when he tried to finish a shot. Everybody's like he was in on a single trying to finish it and couldn't do it and even slipped and fell on his hip at one point. We got to remember, he was in on a single on his high crotch side. Even the most elite wrestlers, well, I shouldn't say the most elite wrestlers, but even some of the greatest wrestlers, you're going to feel more comfortable with a single on one side and a high crotch on the other. So he's got a single leg on his high crotch side trying to finish, and he, where normally we used to see him hit that high crotch and bully through it, right? And then he hit the single and, and then, then lift the single off the ground and finish it. He needs to get back to finishing. I've watched this even against Rayvon Foley. Like, because I think he tried to finish from his knees once on a double or on a single like Barzagard. Just didn't work. He's hitting his high crotch and he's getting his head stuffed on the inside. And then all of a sudden he's having trouble finishing, which we all do. What do they say? They say, throw your head, throw the head opposite, right? You hit a high crotch, throw his head on the inside because that's not the side he normally hits a single on. That's what happened. He tries to finish a single on Spencer Lee the last 45 seconds on his opposite side that he normally would have a single on. And I think it affected him to the point where he even slipped and fell. I'll say this, though. I mean, you got to give some major props to Spencer Lee, the way he fought off those takedowns. Those, Great that, defense. That, those, that takedown defense that he had, whether it was single leg, high crotch, whatever it was, was phenomenal. If you think about it, too, think about Spencer Lee's match with Piccinini against Oklahoma State. He was doing the exact same thing. How did Piccinini finish? He cradled him. He went to, to that near side cradle off of a single leg. Right. And then he finished one low leg, too. Tomasello is not long enough to do that on nope. Spencer Lee. And he doesn't hit low legs. That's, that's the way Pitch right. scored those last two takedowns. Right, down. right. Yep, that's a great point. Um, the way Tomasello finished, the, 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 the score that Tomasello had, I think, was a single leg. Now I'm talking from just memory. But it was, it was, it was, it was a finish that he feels strong at. Um, so what do you think is going to happen in the next match? Let's just chat about it. Okay. Um, the first thing I'll say is this. Can the match be flipped? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Will it be easily flipped? Nope. I don't believe so. I don't think it's going to be easily flipped. It can be flipped. Sure. Um, I was a little unsure how good Spencer Lee was. Okay? 
we, we were starting to see more and more of him. We saw what he did at the Midlands, okay, but we also saw him lose to Bresser. Then we see what he did to Piccinini. Then he, what he's done to Tomasello. And then what he just did yesterday to Drew Matten. I mean, another freshman standout from Michigan. That was just insane. He teched him 15 to nothing in the first period. Drew Matten, who's beaten Russell and Lezak this year. Exactly. He's got some great wins. Um, Drew Matten's a stud. The match can be flipped. Tomasello's Tomasello has to get a first period takedown. I, okay? I agree. That's, that's number one right there. He's got to get at least one takedown in the first period. That way... When it comes time to take neutral, take bottom, take to whatever, oh, it, you've got more options. Okay, I think that's the first thing that's got to happen. What are you thinking? Um, I, I'm thinking. I actually favor Tomasello. Okay, and let me tell you why. I think after game planning, Spencer Lee, Tomasello is just so hard to take down. You know, not many people take Tomasello down, except for freaking Iowa guys. <laughs> <laughs> not too many people beat Tomasello, except yeah. for Iowa guys. Actually, we, he's we, got three losses we, in the last we, three years. We, we got they're all Iowa guys. Casual Dave asked two questions he wanted us to answer, and they're kind of silly. One was Tomasello was why can't he beat young guys like Lee or like uh, Dayton Fix and uh, um, and Spencer Lee? And two, why can't he beat Iowa guys? There might be something to the Iowa thing. Look, scouting is a real thing. If you don't think scouting is a real thing in in, in wrestling, if you don't think that you Legitimately can change matches by the way you scout. I mean, we were high school and we scouted a ton. You know, it's funny that you say that though, because you say you you heavily favor Tomasello in the next match. Did I say heavily? He's going to make adjustments. I shouldn't have said heavily. Which look, Tomasello can definitely win the next match, but I think Iowa will be able to find some things in that match too that Spencer Lee can make some adjustments because Spencer Lee's going to need to get a takedown. But he wasn't even close to one. Okay. He, he wasn't. One of the things that he did really well, though, that I saw, and again, I'm going off memory here, is I think Tomasello got in on a high crotch shot, and I think it was deep, and Spencer Lee defended it right into a two-on-one that he tried to attack of off of that. Yeah. I think he can turn something like that into a takedown. He, def- he definitely, I could see him dropping underneath and getting a, getting a barrel. If you're Tomasello, you're going underneath him. No, not, not, not unless you have to. Not unless you have to. But here's the thing. NATO was close to a bunch of takedowns. He really was. It doesn't mean that he's going to finish all of them. But remember, put your guy in the best position. He was also it, close to, to a bunch of escapes. If you need... Yeah. Great point. But Ronnie time. You know, if you need, if you need a point, I think, I think if Nathan Tomasello needs a point to win the match, he's got a better chance of doing it on his feet than underneath. I agree with you. I, I mean, yeah, I agree you with you. Who in the next match? I, I would favor Tomasello. Okay. All right, um, so I'm not crazy. A little Thank bit you. of bias, obviously, because we're Ohio State We're fans. both wearing Buckeye shirts right now. Ultimately, the reason why I say that is because if Tomasello can get on those attacks in the first period like he started to do in the third period, and secure, I think he can secure a first period takedown. And if he does, that changes the whole... Big dynamic change. Dynamics of the match. Absolutely. Um, however, Spencer Lee's very hard to take down. And... He's got... That defense, and it's it's not like Tomasello had a trouble getting in on him. Here's a dude with a massive brace on his knee, just doing the splits like it's nobody's business, fighting off single legs, high crotches, everything that Tomasello was throwing at him. I mean, let's give Spencer Lee his due. Dude tore his ACL less than a year ago. Yeah. Let's give Spencer Lee his due, and he freaking he rode Tomasello like a dog. I like Tomasello. I, I you know I still I'm still favoring Tomasello to win it all. I, I think that he looks great. At 25 this year, I think that he looks absolutely great. He just did back-to-back weigh-ins this weekend. Mm-hmm. Looked good. Yeah. I will say this. He's, you know, I think you hit on it a little bit earlier. 
he'll crispen up his finishes, and he's going to have to because Suriano is very hard to take down. And at some point in time, he's going to have to he's going to have to wrestle him. Maybe Suriano's even, a dog. Yeah, maybe even you know more than once, and he's extremely hard to take down, and he won't be able to take him down, you know without being able to finish like he has in the right, past. Right, I just don't. I, I think that people kind of forgot how good Tomasello was, you know? And I, I, it, he's amazing. How about Keyshawn Hayes against Brandon Sorensen? Okay. All right. Um, trust yourself a little bit more, young brother. I was really impressed with the way he wrestled that match. That's what I mean. Really if, impressed. If he would have trusted himself more, yeah, I think he could have. I think he could have pulled the upset. Have a little more confidence in what right. in what you're doing. So let me ask you this: uh, He lost the match four to two. Okay, I mean hard fought match, absolute hard fought match. Down. It's two to two going into the third period, and it's your choice. He takes neutral. Hell yeah, Sorensen rode Michael like a dog last year. So, so you think that's the right thing? You would do it again? Oh, you don't go under Sorensen, dude. That dude is a freaking. He is just. He's tough to get out on. I don't know. What do you think, homie? I don't know. I'm just listening to you, man. When I was at the match, I was saying, no, let's go underneath. Let's go underneath. You, always, yeah, you want to send people underneath all the time. You want to send Mike underneath everybody. And that, I'm like, no. That's not true at all. Don't uh, do it. To me, it's kind of like playing the odds, statistical odds, all right? What are the odds that he's going to take Sorensen down again? All right? I think we trust period. ourselves maybe a little bit more. You than think you so? Think. Here's, what I, here's the biggest problem, riding time. If it wasn't riding time, okay, because then you, then you can get out whenever, no. you know. But if you get if you get the damn point riding time, you know, it's not hard to gather riding time. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, so maybe he should have went down in this last match. I can't remember. Did, he, <laughs> did, did Hayes ride him at all, Sorensen? Uh, I, I can't recall. I can't recall, man. It's been so long. What was it? I I, I don't know if Sorensen went down on him. And yeah, this is it's been too long. We don't know. I know it was four to two. I know Hayes hit him with a low double. I know if Hayes trusts himself a little bit more. That match can be even closer. And Sorensen is is the epitome of, of a just consistent, solid wrestler. Oh, yeah. He's almost, I mean. Just really good in all three positions. He's, he's the unfortunate recipient of having Zane Rutherford in his weight class. Absolutely correct. I like Hayes. I got one question for you, though. Go ahead. Since we're just, since we're just spitballing. If Hayes has to wrestle Grant Lee, how is he going to claw him with that damn neck brace? You talking about doing his claw ride? Yeah. With that neck brace? You just grab the neck brace? I'm grabbing that brace all day long. All right, me too. If I'm not, it. I'm getting my fingers up underneath that brace. Somebody tell me what the rules is on that. I'm assuming you can't grab the brace, but could you put the thing? I'm sure somebody will tell us that we're idiots, which we get weekly. Um, can you put the hand underneath the brace? Sorry. And people that want to call us idiots on this, I don't read up on the rules when wrestling guys wearing neck braces, you know? <laughs> you know, it's just kind of an anomaly. It's coming from a guy that's had a spinal fusion in his neck and wore a neck brace, and I had no desire to wrestle at that time. Can he put the damn hand <laughs> underneath? What do you think about? What do you think of Micah, uh, Cameron? This is, I'll tell you, this is my thoughts on Micah. Um, Micah proved that he can hang with Kimmer, but just like Micah always does, you can't start the match. You can't wait to start wrestling three minutes into the match, four minutes into the match. He got taken down within like the first eight seconds. What was there he four got, minutes of riding time? He got taken down in the first eight, eight seconds <laughs> before you know it. There's like yeah, almost four minutes of riding time. He takes him down twice in the last period, one of them with a sweet double. Mickey. He can't keep getting himself into holes like that. He, well, he's got he's to learn to get off bottom then, which he's gotten better at this year. I can point to ways he's gotten better, but it's still not enough. It's look, 
He's going to be in that dogfight. Look, I hate people are going to hate me to say this. He's going to be in the round of 12. Unless I think he's going to be in the round of 12. And I mean, it's a deep weight class. He's going to be in a dogfight and he's going to have to get he's going to have to get out. Yeah, I'm not going to I don't know about the round of 12 thing. Um it definitely could possibly happen, but Well, he's ranked 5th, so right. just by rankings he's round of 12. Yeah. I mean, not top four. For the obviously, semis. you don't make the semis. You're going to have to wrestle in the round of 12 to all Americans. So it, it is what it is. I, he's going to have to get out from bottom on some of these guys that he struggled with in the past. Th- that's. But he had the same issues last year, and he figured it out in the end. He did. You know, because if he if the, it's not so much the the riding time point that he's giving up, it's he's giving up time to be able to build his lead on his feet. Yeah, I just think he needs to get on his attacks and get in his best positions earlier in the match rather than letting his opponents dictate the wrestling for the first two, three, four minutes of the match. And then before you know it, he's finding himself in these holes, and it's really limiting him what he can do after that. You think he's struggling with uh, being up at 57? I mean, we, we know that he's a 49-pounder. Now, he's not small at 57, but he's, not, he's definitely not over, oversized. No. Because we saw him get horsed by Pantaleo. No, I don't think think we are seeing that as much anymore as maybe we would have maybe we were seeing beginning in the season all right well that's my truthful opinion because i mean look we you, i think that he actually we've is. seen him live he looks big he doesn't look little i mean he's cutting to make it right he's cutting to make 57 i mean, I, I don't know what he's doing but i'm saying he, he doesn't look little at 157 and he's proven that he can hang with these guys. Look, he, he lost the shields. He reversed that. He was in the match with Pantaleo until he got, what, sucked back? Right? Yeah. All right. I mean, that that there blew the match open. Um, you, you know, Kimmer got out to this this lead, rode him like a dog for a little bit. But then in the third period, Michael Jordan turned it up and took him down twice. So he's showing he can wrestle with these guys. Do you think I just get frustrated because it's my team? Probably. Yeah, I think that's probably. probably. I think that's probably it, too. And, and let me tell you why. It's because I watched that Minnesota versus um, Iowa match that they actually won. And a lot of their top dogs, including Pantaleo and um, Michi- Michigan versus Iowa. <laughs> Michigan, Iowa, yeah. yeah. They didn't get bonus. And, you know, so there's other teams like that, too. I think we, I think we forget, especially in the Big Ten, which I don't have anything, any clue about. Okay? I didn't wrestle in the Big Ten. I think we forget how hard it is day in and day out to freaking wrestle. Those guys are dudes. The backups are good. No, no I, I agree. I, I mean, I have no argument there. I will say as Buckeye fans, uh, you know, or for Buckeye fans, I'm starting to get a little concerned about Tayshane Campbell. Let's talk about um, him. Let's talk about him. You know, I think he had nothing from Marinelli in the Iowa match. What was it, 4-1? I don't remember the exact score. I apologize, but I know that uh, what Marinelli was no, never in danger. No, Shan wrote him out, but but there wasn't. Right, he didn't. He didn't come close to turning him. Um, and look, I, in March, Ohio State's going to need him. They're going to need points from him to to win the team title. It just it is what it is. If you ask me, do you see some regression right with him, or do you just think that it was almost unfair that he beat the heck out of Anthony Valencia so bad that everybody had these high hopes, and then he had a good. I think he really no, you know, even though he took fourth, he had a good. Cliff Keen beating Isaiah White, wrestling McFadden in a really tight match that honestly some of the calls, you know, if, if he got a, a call or two, could have gone the other way. He looked really good at the start. I don't want to say he's the Jose Rodriguez this year who kind of faded towards the end, but 
He just got beat by Austin Hiles, who, like I said, is an okay guy. He got stalled out, stalled man. Out. That's five stall calls, yeah. right? Now, I don't agree with all of them. I think that Austin Hiles, I think you, I think I can agree with the first couple, but at the end, Austin Hiles was just digging an underhook and pushing him out. I think that Austin Hiles should have been hit for the stalling, and that, that was a gross mistake on the refs. But even then, I don't know if he would have won. Good point. I didn't watch the Michigan State match, so I have nothing to really add to that. Um, I, I am concerned. Uh, I think we've heard Campbell mention himself on the Steelwood podcast right. that he's cutting a lot of weight. Um, I think it's pretty evident when you watch him wrestle. He's he's lacking uh, some explosiveness, some energy. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised if he's battling a nagging injury at some you know somewhere. Doesn't, doesn't he, isn't he limping a he's, lot? Of- yeah, I see him. Li- you're right. Exactly. I see. The him first time I lot. noticed it was against Schleifer. Mm-hmm. From um, Princeton, from Princeton, who's a good guy, and he ends up majoring him, but he's like limping off the mat. Right. Look, he's got the goods. All right, he's got the goods to score points. Something's not working out well for him right now. Him and the staff will have to figure it out. That's what they do. You know, I'm sure they'll have him ready. But my bottom line on it is, if the Buckeyes are going to win the team title, they have to have some points from him. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of his demeanor on the mat either, and I, and, and I don't mean that in like. I, I should I should take that back. His demeanor on the mat concerns me because he's you know taking lungers whenever he can. You know during challenges he's like laying down. Um, I've seen him do that once, and he just looks he looks tired. He doesn't look like he can go. He doesn't look like he can go seven minutes. And I tell you what, at the NCAA tournament, you got to be able to go seven minutes. Yeah, but I think there's going to be a difference at the NCAA tournament when you're not having to deal with one hour weigh-ins of duels. All right, get an extra pound the next day, right? I, don't I think know. I thought you did at least nowadays. You tell me. I never wrestled there. Well, you didn't when I wrestled, but I think that you do now. So I I, I think you know one hour weigh-ins are tough on a lot of guys. They're probably very tough on Campbell. Um, I think tournament settings are a little bit different, which is why we probably saw him have a good Cliff Keen. Right, especially okay. with the longer. Not only is it two hour weigh-ins, and then you got to go all the way through to up to one sixty five, which is a lot longer than just the duel. Exactly. So you know we'll see, we'll see. But there's going to have to be some changes that are made, and I, I hope he figures it out. You think his spots on the line? No. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. But I no. do love Vircher. I know you do. <laughs> Vircher looks sweet today, rocking that pin chain. 34-second pin, too. Oh, you know we're going to cradle that dude up, son. Uh, that, you know, I don't know what else about let's Iowa talk, that I have. Yeah, I'm, I think we're just kind of talking Buckeyes in general right now. But anyway, but listen, I've heard a lot of people talk about or express concerns of Colin Moore. Okay, I, I, let's let's talk about this. I, I would love to. Um I, you know, a lot of people are, you know, I hear people saying they thought he would be more dominant this year. Yeah. They thought he would be more of the clear-cut number one guy, things like that. What are you seeing right now? What are your thoughts on that? Well, what I'm seeing is a couple of different things that, one, are concerning. It's concerning to me. It's two different things. One, I think that he is getting scouted a lot more. I, you know, I can't stress the value of how much people scout. I know people scouted him last year, but now people have more of a game plan. You go back to that Bobby Stevens match um, against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That dude should have been stalled out. He should have been stalled out. He did absolutely nothing to keep the match close. Cash Wilkie, similar thing, a little more offensive, but didn't doesn't do anything. It's hard to score on a guy that doesn't want to wrestle you. Okay, so one they're 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 just blocking off. Two, he hasn't quite made the progression in positional awareness 
that I thought he was going to. Last year, we kept on talking about how raw he was, remember? He's so good, but he's so raw. He still puts himself in awkward positions. He's still the guy that steps over the leg on the Merkel, you know? Like, so we were like, okay, we'll give him a break because he's just a, a freshman still learning how to wrestle. He's still a little sloppy this year. Like I've said this before. I think he makes some unnecessary movements trying to finish shots that he doesn't need to rather than being patient and finishing shots with a little bit more uh, with a little bit more technique. It's funny, man, because I'm sitting here listening to you say this, and you and I see things exact. I'm sorry, completely different. <laughs> all right, completely I want to hear it. Different. Look, you're right. Last year we talked about how raw he was all the time. I last year when you watched when I watched Colin Moore wrestle, it was. I don't even. I part of me wants to call it organized chaos, right. and another part of me just wants to call chaos. Okay, right. he was all over the place. Had a great pace, great pace, and he wore oh, a lot of guys I've down, a lot of guys down. But he was all over the place. He had no discipline in his in his movement, and it, it, he just he was just going off a of pure just instinct and natural ability. A lot okay, of okay? a lot of instinct. Yeah, exactly. Which wasn't always right. What I'm seeing this year is, and I do agree with you, I think he is being scouted. I think guys are trying to find ways to slow him down. But I actually see him a little more controlled with his – he's picking his spots better. Okay. Okay? All right. I think he's picking his spots a little more. Um, and just like today, we watched him wrestle today. He would get into these shots, and instead of really committing uh, to bad position, yeah. he would – he would, he would he would bail out he would, he would intelligently bail out of these positions Great okay point. you know last year we just saw him go balls to the wall like he was just flinging mud all over the he place he was the king of getting stalemates from just getting underneath right he'd get on a leg and then it would just be stalemate if he couldn't finish if he, he'd either finish a shot or it'd be a stalemate certainly today he was in and if he didn't get it he'd back out and boom pound that head but that's what I'm seeing a lot from him this season, aside from guys scouting him and uh, slowing him down. I think he's picking his spots a little more. Um, I think he's, you know, wrestling with a little more control, with a little more control of himself. Um, therefore, you may not always see, you know, him putting up 15, 16 points. When last year he would do that, but there were times when his opponents would put up 13 points yeah, as right. well. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? He would win like 17 to nine. 12 or something, yeah. yeah. You know, so I I'm seeing... A I think I'm seeing a little bit of a smarter wrestler this year. Okay. But there's another aspect to it as well, which All right. not, is not as positive. The guy's a sophomore. Okay, He took third last year as a freshman. Pretty dominant. This is his first season probably ever that he's ever had to deal with being the number one guy with the target on his back and carrying the pressure of being the top-ranked guy in the country, the projected national champion, um, on a team that is fighting for a team championship. Remember Gabe Dean's sophomore year after Ed Ruth left? Yeah. All right. How did he wrestle that year? He he lost a lot of matches. Remember, he just said he that didn't in lose a lot of matches. No, no he lost but matches he, that he we would have thought he, he wouldn't. Have. Right. There were times when he wrestled tight. He was afraid to lose. And actually, Colin Moore did hasn't even lost any. Exactly. So yeah, I'm not seeing. I like it. this. You're I'm making me happy. <laughs> I see it a little bit differently. I think. Look, I think he's managing the pressure well. I think he's wrestling a little smarter. He may not be racking up points, and, and, and his pace may not. It may not look like he's got that same pace from last year because I, I think he's picking his spots a little yeah. better. Yeah, and and I, and I think I, okay, I like that, and I think that people are blocking off. 
for sure. People are freaking blocking off, dude. Bobby Stevenson blocked the hell off. Um, he looked great today. That carry to the headlock that he pinned hot with, he used it again today. Look, bottom line is, if you if you don't think he's the favorite, then you're stupid because he is the favorite. And I said that, and you he's, need to trust me. He's still the clear-cut number one. Yeah. and I mean, I, you can't I, debate that. I would be surprised. The only put person I – I could see a random loss to, like, a Ben Darmstad, like the, where you just don't see this guy ever, and he's real funky. Although, you know what? Colin Moore handled Chris Farr – or Brett? Brett Farr. Brett Farr pretty well. Now, he lost some, but he handled that funky guy real well. We haven't seen him wrestle a real funky guy this year. I don't know how Have funky... Have we seen him wrestle a funky guy? No, no, not really. I don't know how funky Darmstadt is on his feet. And Darmstadt being the Cornell freshman who's actually an Ohio boy. He's super funky. Where Darmstadt is really good is on top. Right. And Colin Moore is very good on bottom. He's yep. one of the few Buckeyes that has no issues on bottom. Darmstadt gives me nightmares. I don't want to see that dude in the quarters. That's, that has like Emory Parker Mimar written all over Darmstadt's it. Darmstadt's like six foot four. I know. That's insane with them long, gangly arms. I just, you know, look, I, I, I get nervous about this stuff. I, I, I want the Buckeyes to win. And you know, I think Colin Moore is still wrestling very well. Um, so how about Kyle Snyder? You think he's wrestling okay? <laughs> he just won a Uregan title. He won a Yargan. <laughs> I heard some guy today at the, at the Ohio State match say, Snyder's not here, he's at the Yorgin. Yorgin. He won that Yorgin. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, you know what? But the cool thing about that is Snyder has made people follow international wrestling that people wouldn't know about. Okay, so they get it wrong. You know, St. Paris Graham, you know, it's a little bit of a stick school, but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's cool that they, they love their wrestling. <laughs> so Kyle Snyder won the Yorgin. First male two-time Euregan title back to back winner. You can't even say he's the first American. No, two-time and you back know what? People were people. Not, people put a bit, better put some respect on Tamira Stock's name. Formerly Tamira Menza. Better put some respect on her name, dude. Because she did the same thing about a day earlier. Yep. Boom. And you know what's cool about Tamira Menza? She was on Tamira our Stock? podcast. She was on our podcast. Um, she was episode something or other, and I would suggest listening to it because she is hilarious. <laughs> She is pretty funny. She's one of my favorite people in the world. All right. Let's get off the Buckeyes for a bit. All right. Does that mean we're going Penn State? Not yet. No, you want to? No, not yet. How about Seth Gross bumping yeah. up to us and Bryce Meredith? I love that. I love that. I love the way that it came together. I love that Twitter just – Twitter can be for good or for evil. For good, Seth Gross bumping up against um, uh, Bryce Meredith. For evil – Richie Lewis uh, saying that he would fight Bo Nickel today. And put him to sleep. Yeah, Jesus. God. After he got beat by Vincenzo, Vincenzo. Joseph in the door. Richie, dude, I mean, come on, man. I know you, you a Jersey stud. Your nickname's probably Kneecaps or whatever. Richie Kneecaps Lewis. But, <laughs> but dude, come on, man. Um, but for good, go ahead, Brandon. No, I, you just brought that up. I love the irony in the situation. I, I actually like Richie Lewis. But here's a guy that's like, you just lost your match today, and yet you're going on Twitter talking about, well, if it was a, it was it was a fight. fight, I'm going to put you to sleep. Yeah, but we all know that dude, right, in the wrestling room. <laughs> you know how many times I got punched in the wrestling room because I was winning, and all I would do is take the guy down again. You're like, yeah, well, you know, this isn't a fight. But that, it's really cool, the Seth Gross. What about all thing. those times you punched a guy in a match? Oh, God, I don't want to talk about that. One time. <laughs> all right, anyway, go ahead. Seth Gross. Everybody was, you know— and I'm giving both guys props, but everybody was like, Seth Gross, that is so ballsy to bump up. Seth Gross had nothing to lose. Okay, I think it's ballsier for Meredith to take the match. Let me tell you why. Seth Gross had nothing to lose. He's still ranked number one, even though he lost. Meredith had, had, 
had ever had everything to lose. He was supposed to win because he was bigger. And, and if he lost, he lost to a guy a weight class below him. I mean, Meredith. You're I, absolutely right. I think Meredith had some stones to take that match. And he really didn't have a choice. It's one of those things. I mean, you. He could have bumped What up. do you do? Yeah, but th- then what does that show everybody? You know? You're chicken it, little. It, it's kind of a, a lose lose situation there, but. He wasn't a lose lose. It was a phenomenal thing for college wrestling this year. It was a phenomenal thing for the fans. It was a great match. I mean. The scramble at the end that won Meredith that match was just amazing. Um, so high level, far ankle scrambling. And I give them both props, ankle. man. I give props to, to Gross for, for, for wanting to go up and do it. I give props. He weighed in at 133. Yeah. I give props for Meredith for saying, let's do this. Let's let's give people a show. And, and they, they really did. How about and Bono and Branch? Exactly. For making it all happen. I mean, it was such a it was such a great thing for college wrestling. And there are times when I wish we could see more of it. But obviously, I understand why we don't. Sure. I, I, I get why it, it can't always happen. At the same time, you know what it did? Like, why can't Rutherford bump up and wrestle Nolf? <laughs> well, for multiple reasons after the day. <laughs> oh. Um... <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, so, um, South Dakota State, what it did is it put a shine a spotlight for the wrestling world on Wyoming, South Dakota State, if only for one night. Exactly. I love what they're doing out there. I do too. It's I think so it's, cool. I think it's awesome. Both of their teams, I think, have like at least some ranking in like either duel. I think in like the duel index or whatever. Th- those teams are both teams have some really good guys on the on the rosters. One of them, remember Bryce Meredith. The other one, Seth Gross. Yeah. So no, I thought that was really cool. I think that I think that it grows the sport, man. It, you know, it, there was an article on NCAA.com about it, not mm. the wrestling part, but actually NCAA.com. Right. You know, people see that stuff. I think it's awesome. So, you know what else is awesome? What's up? When Oklahoma State and Iowa both lose on the same night. Oh my gosh! Talk to me about that because that's the t- most two most storied programs in wrestling history. Both getting da- taken down. Bar none. Bar none. And you okay? Yeah. Some Did beer you, went up my nose. Yeah, don't don't drink beer up your nose, man. It's hard to do. It's not good. I was trying to show you my hidden talent. <laughs> <laughs> I was. All right. Um, Missouri, Oklahoma State. Brandon, what you're talking about is that Missouri beat Oklahoma State 21-19 yesterday and Michigan squeaked by Ohio or Iowa 19-17. Both great matches. Perfect timing. One was on at six. One was on at eight. We got the chance to watch both of them. And you know what? I mean, when you look at those two matches, Michigan won. Kevin Beasley won Michigan that match when he beat Wilkie uh, at 197. Yep. Who he beat in the blood round last year. Correct. Correct. And, I mean, Wilkie... It looked like Wilkie was going to win that match for the first half of the for the the first half of the match, uh, but Beasley was able to find a way, gutted it out, got that W, and that that ultimately won the match for them. It really did. Um, and then when you look at the the, the Missouri Oklahoma State duel, I mean Missouri started off in those with the in, in the whole six to nothing after Barlow McGee had to injury default out. Yeah, okay? gosh, I dude, thoughts and prayers out to him. That it didn't look good. No, I mean I think he'll be okay. He he walked up off the mat. But it looked like you know they had him in concussion protocol and said, said sure. no go. But to me, the big the big difference in that match was when Jaden Ironman pancaked Dean Heil. <sighs> I mean, we might as well just get on with it. What's going on with Dean Heil, brother? I don't know. I mean, he be- lost to Ian Parker today, three to one. Who just who wrestled? One, I 
I'm pretty sure wrestled 133 a couple times this year and bumped up to 141 now that Cannon Store is no longer with the house or excuse me Iowa State Cyclones and just beats Dean Heil again. Dean Heil's lost what four out of his last five? Something like that. Um, you know what the crazy thing is is that people want to blame. Dean Hiles' losses on the rule changes this year's, but you know the you know the rule changes with the uh, the, the scrambling the, the scrambling rule within the, the the you know the in danger. Um, but of the matches he's lost, I haven't seen that be an issue to cause him to lose those matches. Well, see, here's where you're wrong. I think I think that it's an issue because he's intelligent enough to know that he can't put himself in those positions anymore, and then he's disadvantaged disadvantaged. In those positions then Where he would have just locked through the crotch And rolled previously mm-hmm. He's now trying to do some far ankle stuff That he's not quite as good at That's why he lost to Kevin Jack actually I think that we are seeing That the new rules are affecting him Not because he's getting put in danger But because he's had to change the way he's wrestling He really has I've watched a lot of tape on this I, I, Look I get it and I'm not saying you're wrong I think we're making assumptions off that though to me, one of the big, th- the biggest thing I've noticed, and take take the last two matches he's lost. Look, look against the match against Missouri. He was taking tons of shots, trying, shots, just attacking from every position. He gets pancaked, pinned, and his match against Parker today didn't do anything. To me, I think it's mental more than anything with Dean Heil. At he doesn't this point. have a style. Have you ever watched Dean? Heil, have you watched Dean Heil wrestle this year? He doesn't have a style. Some matches he's firing off shots. Although they're not, they're not good. There's no, no setups. No, you, in some no. matches, he's just, just tight. He has no style, which makes me believe that then you look. If you don't have a style, if you don't have a rhythm, you're going to feel less confident on the mat. And he's not going to score any points, man. No, I, I think his confidence is shot right now. He's going to have to figure that. This, that and this out is sad, forward. guys. Guys, Dean Heil is a an Ohio guy here. We're not. But you can't tell me. And look, I get it. The rule change. Okay, the, the rules changed. I'm not. I'm not that naive to say, you know, they haven't impacted his wrestling at all. You know, obviously it's had some impact and everything. But you can't sit here and tell me that he's won two national championships the last two years because he was able to roll onto his back Great to point. defend shots. Great point. No. Not, yeah, you're right. That, didn't, that, that, that wasn't the sole reason. I think it has an impact in the way he's wrestling. I don't think that's the reason why he's wrestling as bad. As, unfortunately, as, I don't want to say bad because, come on now, he'd whip my butt any day of the week. He's not wrestling up to the caliber that he was Previously, right. What right? we used to see. What we saw there. in the finals when he took down um, DiCamillo with some high C's and some doubles and just looked outstanding. His he, his his shots are are not crisp. They're, they they come without a setup, and you know what happened was he had Meredith in a hell of a lot of trouble. He had him body locked, taking him to his back, lets up Meredith. Now, granted, Meredith. Dude, that dude's got hips for days. Yeah, he's as funky as they come. Yeah, he just put him on his back. And I mean, that's what happened with when Meredith beat uh, Yanni D. Yanni was up until the end, and Meredith really kind of like was a reversal to a cradle or something. I don't know how many people have seen that match. I haven't seen it, but that's what happened. Yanni beat Meredith. No, or not Meredith, um, um, Ironman. Ironman, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Right. I got Ironman. you, got you, okay. Uh, yeah, I- I- Ironman was losing, but but he kind of used his hips to, to beat him. Ironman is so dangerous in that it's not that position. Ironman is so dangerous in every position. Heil tried to play in Ironman's playground, and he got his face shoved in the sand. Yeah, it's funny, man. If you think look at his his match against Ironman yesterday and his match against Parker today, 
the way he wrestled in each of those matches, you would have, you would expect it to be flip flopped. You would expect him to be very conservative against Ironman, right? And then maybe a little more gung ho, a little more uh, wrestling with you know I don't want to say reckless abandon or whatever, but just really kind of just letting it fly right. um, against Parker. Seems opposite. Now I didn't get to see the Parker match, but from the score, it looks like a traditional Dean Heil match. So I guess the question that we have to answer because it's it's what we do, right? It's it's this this podcast is basically um, an extension of what we do when we normally just talk wrestling. Is do you think Dean Heil's going to All American this year? So I think he's going to All American. Yeah, I'm not talking about winning it. I, I I think it would be reckless to even pick him to win it right now. Yes, I would still I would still consider Dean Heil and all. I would still say Dean Heil beca- becomes an All American this year. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, I I think that such a tough weight though. It, it's a, it's a bad weight to slip at. McKenna saw that last year. It's an extremely tough weight when you got. I mean, you got so many guys wrestling so well at that weight right now, especially with the emergence of Nick Lee. Um, oh dear you know, lord, Tommy. We got to talk about him. Yeah, I mean, you got a guy like Tommy Thorne who's been wrestling pretty well for the most part up until you know, recently when he wrestled Nick Lee. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a deep weight class, but I think Heil is a grizzled veteran who. Has already All-American three times. He's been at the top of that podium twice. And when the lights are on, he knows he knows how to do it. I mean, he, 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 you got to bet on that. Okay, so so yeah, so that might not be the, the, the fairest of questions. Um, it looks like Dean Hiles going to uh, probably hold serve on his ranking because he was already ranked below Jaden Ironman um, and Brock Zackrell. He's ranked right above Brock Zackrell. I see no reason why he would drop there. Even after he loses to Ian Parker? Oh, God. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, he will. He'll, because his best win is Thorne this year. And Thorne's at 10. He might drop. He no, might drop a good bit. He might drop down to 8 or 9. No, I don't know which rankings you're looking at. Intermat. Okay, well, I will say that the open mat, the way they do their rankings is how the head. I believe they try to project seedings. So that's the NCAA seedings of how, is how they do their rankings. Okay. Um, and, and I think either way, I think his loss to Ian Parker really puts him behind the eight ball here. How could you rank him above Brock Zackrell, who's got a win over Nick Lee? And exactly. Nick I mean, I think you take I think you take him down. Um, I think you take him all the way down to right above Tommy Thorne because he Man, beat Thorne. That's crazy if you think about it. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong, but that's just crazy. Who would got to do it? Yeah, I mean, for the last five, he's lost in my count. Ouch! All right. Oh. Man, we got to stop talking about Dean Heil. I get depressed talking about Dean Heil right now. He you know, gonna, he gonna bring it back. I think he'll bring it back. I think he'll be okay. Look, there was some really good matches though in the Oklahoma State versus Missouri duel. I yeah. mean, there was a, there was quite a few good matches. How about Chandler Rogers? Oh my God! Oh, oh, you know what he got though? Was that is that the inside trip of the week? Inside trip of the week. Whoop. We already gave our sneaky good team of the week. <laughs> a wrestler. Now we got that inside trip of the week. Chandler Rogers, reach out to us. If Chandler, right now, I'm telling you, if somebody that listens to this is from Oklahoma, get a hold of Chandler Rogers. He will get a free T-shirt if he DMs us. Free inside trip T-shirt if he DMs us. No, excuse me, not free. It'll be um, whatever's compliant for compliance. Inside trip shirt of the week. <laughs> Whatever's compliant. I love how you start throwing that compliance stuff in there. I'm a lawyer, dude. I, I don't think, make sure all these wrestlers I, stay compliant. I bet. I bet there's an inside trip in almost every one of Oklahoma State's matches. How about? Did you see? Did you see Cade Brock? 
return Matt return Ernesti with an it. inside trip. He literally he Matt returned him with an inside trip. Oh. oh, dude, his butt was up in the air for a good <laughs> two minutes. I'll tell you one thing though. But he still came back and won. I love the way Oki State wrestles. They wrestled like me, but like a million times better. <laughs> like I was in and out, in and out, hitting these trips, getting put on my own back, shooting those singles, completely missing, and the guys would be behind me. But I was trying so hard to wrestle like Oki State. What did you tell me the other day? <laughs> I may have lost a lot, but I went down in a ball of fire. I went down in a ball of flames, baby. <laughs> I got kicked in the face so many times at NCAAs, I, I still messed up from that. But who... Oh, man. Who does mat returns with inside trips? Well, you know, dude, Okie State is sick. I love their technique. I love the way they wrestle. Some of the guys. Piccinini, Brock, they're all in and out. In Kyle's and out, not like. in and out. Preston Weagle's not in and out. Preston Weagle's legit on top. Oh, he's got that cross wrist. He's so good. But you he know what? against Miklas, though. Dude, talk about the— Miklas back. Just talk about the inconsistency of some guys, man. I thought Weagle was, like, the second best guy in the country at this weight. I'm thinking—let I, 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 me rephrase that— I was thinking that Weagle was establishing himself as the second best guy in the country at that weight. And then all of a sudden, you see Miklas, who Miklas, you know, got majored by Jacob Warner. I think he got pinned, too, by somebody, didn't he? Uh, he got, no, he got majored by Darmstadt. No, he, he, he pinned <laughs> hot. Oh, yeah, when he, he was getting his butt kicked. He pinned hot. He got majored by Darmstadt. And then he almost got majored well, by Jacob seating, Warner. For seeding, what does it do that you beat two and three? You beat hot and Weagle. I don't know. You know what? You know what it is. It's D one wrestling, man. And I'm, I'm I have a very limited scope on it. Obviously, I wrestled in a league way way weaker than that. I hate to bring it up. I'm only doing it for context. Literally, I am. Yeah, I mean, you've referenced how you wrestled in college like 13 times in this podcast. But I'm only doing it for context. That, dude, <laughs> these you got guys that are amazing wrestling every week. Shit's gonna happen. I, I agree. I mean, I totally agree with you. I just it just. You're right. I got nothing else to say on that. Um, let's Chandler let's, Rogers inside trip. It was dirty. Well, that was from the front headlock too, right? Front head from front head inside trip assassin pin when he was losing. <sighs> Chandler, come on, man. I know you don't listen to this podcast. You the man. But somebody that knows Chandler, we got six degrees of separation here. Kevin Bacon somehow knows Chandler Rogers. Kevin, do you get, know Kevin Bacon? Get by six degrees of separation. I do. <laughs> get Chandler Rogers a T-shirt. I'm assuming he wears a large. Probably yeah, a medium. Probably large. Yeah, let's get this dude a large inside trip t-shirt. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, man, look. We're getting down to the end of this podcast episode, but we cannot stop oh, yet baby. because the college wrestling Division One Duel of the Year is set to take place on February the 3rd. I believe that's next Friday, if I'm not mistaken, correct? I'll check right now. I think it's Friday. It is, it is Friday. Let's make sure we get it right here. It's Friday. It's uh next Saturday. Oh shit! <laughs> I was way off. February third is Saturday. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it on the third? Should we? Do we need to pause this to look this up? Is it on Saturday? I don't know. God. I've been thinking. I've been planning for Friday for months. I haven't too. Did you tell me? Oh, well, let me rephrase that. The college wrestling division one duel of the year is set to take place next weekend. We're sometime. huge fans. <laughs> We're huge idiots. Anyway, Ohio State versus Penn State, number one versus number two, number two versus number one, depending on who you're talking to. It's one and two. It's one and two. One and one A, one B, one and one. Whatever you want to say, bro. 
Let's talk about it. We we need to break it down. We'll what I, it what down. I'm thinking is let's just let's just break this down weight by weight. We don't got to go through a ton of the technique technical things about it, but I think we need to put our picks on the line on the mic. We got to we got to put our picks out there. Let's do it. And I'm gonna do look look. We are both we're Buckeye homers, but we are we're very good at being objective. I really think we are in, in the grand scheme. I think I'm great at being objective. So I'm not telling you right now that my picks are gonna have Ohio State winning this. I don't know yet. Do you th- – ha- all right, let's just – I'm going to say this now. Um, do you think this match lost some of its luster today with the events that happened surrounding Jason Nolf and his what looked like could be a very serious knee injury? Um, yes, if, if, if it does happen. We don't know enough yet. You're right. We don't know enough yet. He could be fine. I do want to say this, though, man. Yeah, because we I, I want to say this right now because I know you and I both agree about this. We're from Ohio. We love rooting for Ohio State. But more importantly, man, we really love just college wrestling in general. And we love watching college wrestling's greatest wrestlers. And Jason Nolf is probably the most fun guy in all of college wrestling to watch. We've talked so much on our podcast about how much fun we have watching him. Exactly. And as much as it would be – as awesome as it would be to say – I, the team that we root for wins this duel or wins the national championship. Right. I I don't want it to be at the expense of a serious injury to one of the greatest guys in college wrestling. Nope, not at all. At I, all. I, 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 I want Nate Jason off to wrestle. I do too. At full strength. Absolutely. 100%. I do. <laughs> you know, as painful as it's going to be to watch him beat up on our guy, you know, which which what I would pick to happen. Um, I, I want I want it to happen. I want Jason Nolf to be wrestling because he is so fun to watch. So before we get into banking our picks, I just want to say we don't know much about from it. you and me from this podcast to all of Penn State fans, Jason Nolf himself. I hope that you know whatever happened to you today. I hope it's not serious. I hope you make a quick and speedy recovery, and I hope we see you on the mat again this season. Yeah, let's give a T-shirt to Jason Nolf too. Man, how many shirts do you think we got to give away? <laughs> Man, Jason Nolf is so fun to watch wrestle. Isn't he? We call him the magician. I know that's David Taylor's name, but he's like the Matrix. I've never seen that, – that is his nickname. Yeah. I've never seen him – I've never seen anybody else in college wrestling score back points without using his – look, Mom, no hands. <laughs> like, like I'm riding a bicycle. Just no hands, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fun. And it, I just love his, his, his. You know, we talk about demeanor. You, yeah, you ever watch him win? About. He when he wins a match, he methodically takes off both of his anklets, lays them down very straight on the line, just just goes about it like, like this is just what I do. This is what I do. Not that it's a job. Like not that I don't enjoy doing this. But it's like, look, this is just what I expect. He. It's like, I don't know. It's like, uh, how do, how can I say? This? He expresses how much fun he's have, not by his emotion after the match, but by the way he wrestles during a match. By which the fact I that he does those whirly birds, oh. like, you know, pinning people with his legs and stuff. <laughs> That's what it is. He, he he makes shit up. I don't care what you say. The shit he does is made up. And it, it, it's it, not real moves. No, it's not real at all. Now, granted, he might practice them in the room, but they're still not real. Jason, yeah. stop using fake moves to beat our dudes. Can you, can you imagine, like, in four years from now, Jason Nolf's not real moves camp? <laughs> Come yes. learn how to do some fake know, moves from man. Jason Nolf. It's... it's it's it, it, uh, let's just hope, and and that's why it's ridiculous. Like, 
It's unfortunate that yeah, there's so much Twitter fighting lately. There's Twitter fighting between Ohio State and Penn State, and people think it's cool. I, I'm not. I'm not in that camp so much. I don't know what you think about it. Ben, I think you're one of the biggest instigators I've ever met. To be truthfully honest, I'm gonna. I'm calling you out. I'm not an instigator on Twitter at <laughs> no, all. I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. All right. So anyway, let's let's get into talking about this match. It's going to be a great match either way. I think that if Jason Nolf doesn't wrestle, it definitely changes the dynamics of this match. Sure. What could happen? Um, so let's do this. I mean, let's. All right. Let's go right now. Let's go. Uh, one twenty-five. Look, I'll tell you right now, for the Buckeyes to have a chance to win, they got to win 125, they got to win 133, and they need to pick up some – they need to score nine points between the two matches. So we got Nathan Tomasello versus Devin Schnupp, Schnupp probably. There's this Carson Coon character who um, – as you guys <laughs> – there's this Carson Coon character who apparently transferred. He's 26 years old, so he's like my age almost. Um, I mean, look. Who, who knows if he's been training or not? It, it, it's big time for Penn State, all right? Kale was in a very intense recruiting battle with the Church of Latter-day Saints, and he Brigham won. Young versus uh, Penn State. He won, and they're bringing this guy in. I don't know if they think he's going to be the answer to uh, all of their What's the question? needs at the 125. Yeah. Well, the question is, what are we going to do at 125? Because the guy we've got in there, I think, only had one win on the season, and it was against a guy that doesn't even wrestle in Division One. Hey, he's, he's, he drew the short straw, man. Um, so let's just assume it's Devin Schnupp. Okay. Because that's what we've seen. Um, you know, I've got Nathan Tomasello by uh, technical superiority. I'm going to have to agree with that. I, I don't think Tomasello pins a lot of guys, um, even though you just saw uh, Suriano pin Schnupp today. I'm sure others have pinned him as well. Um, I don't see Tomasello getting the pin there. I do see him winning via technical fall. Yeah, I think, I think, it's, I think it's an easy tech fall. I think it's probably not much after the first period. Now – I say that, but it also make, reminds you know takes me back to last year's Iowa duel with Ohio State when I thought that Nathan Tomasello could have got the technical fall over uh, over Locks, and um, I think Locks a little bit better wrestler than than, than Devin Schnapp. Yeah, you're probably right. Never mind. Let's not go down that than rabbit Devin hole. Schnapp. Yeah, we're going down a big rabbit hole. Uh, One thirty three. We got Luke Pletcher over Corey Keener. I have checked. They have wrestled once. Um, Luke Pletcher beat him, I believe, five to four. So a tight match. Uh, Corey Keener not had the success, I don't think, this year that people expected him to. He's shown moments of decency. Um, you well, know, I, I think Corey Keener has shown exactly what he's been the last you know few years when he was at Central Michigan. I think we two and six the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I think you know Corey Keener is what he is. We know who he is. He is a guy that will be. He's a serviceable guy at that weight class. Um, odds are he'll qualify, he'll qualify for nationals. He may win a match, maybe even two. Uh, but I, I think that's his. I think that's his ceiling right there. I think we know what his ceiling is. I, I agree with you um, wholeheartedly that I'm. I'm not sure he's got much else besides just uh, maybe a match or two at the NCAA tournament. Um, I'm going to take. Uh, Luke Pletcher by three. But okay, you mean for by decision? By decision, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think regardless of of what Corey Keener is, I mean, we know what Luke Pletcher is as well. He's not going to score a lot of points. Um, he's going to have a lot of close matches. Um, I find it a little odd that he didn't wrestle today against Purdue. Um, don't know why, but I against hope against Thornton. Yeah, I hope whatever it was, he's okay. Um, and I agree with you. I think um, I think Buckeyes probably get three there. I think I mean, they definitely need it. That gives them eight. So we're up eight to nothing. And you said they well, you need they need nine. I I would prefer nine there. Yes. <laughs> and Nathan has pinned some people, but 
And I could see it happening, but the problem is, or the good thing about this, the, about the Nathan Schnupp thing is, a lot of times Nathan, you know, he ends up teching the guy because he doesn't have as much time to work for the pin because it's going to take longer to tech. But I think he could tech Schnupp seriously in a period and a half. So it's going to give him more time if he wants to work for a fall. So, so we might get that there. We might get that there. I'm going to give him five based on previous history. It wouldn't surprise me, wouldn't surprise me if he somehow uh, high crotches him. It's got to be a high cross that leg Turk or, or something. You know, or, you know. or off of a tilt, he catches him maybe with right. a, a claw. Um, now, after this, though, I think this is where the duel starts to get really interesting. This is okay. where the duel starts to – we start to talk a little bit about this duel. You know, a month ago, we would have been talking about this weight class, and I would have penciled in an easy at least three for Ohio State here. But a lot's changed since then. Um, obviously, Penn State chose to spend, you know to pull the red shirt um, off of – Phenomenal freshman Nick Lee, um, and Nick Lee has done nothing but just get better and better each week he's wrestled. And now you see him look. He's, he's ranked, scary good. He's extremely good. He's, he's way a, better than I thought he was. He's got a lot of offense. Now I think that Nick Lee sometimes is a little reckless, like yeah. some freshmen are. Um, which it, I want to say it bodes well for Joey McKenna, but at the same time, I think with. I also think that Nick Lee, his, the great offense that he has and how aggressive he is does not bode well for Joey McKenna. I, I'm not sure that Joey McKenna could take advantage of Nick Lee putting himself in bad positions. Nick Lee recovers so fast, right? <laughs> Nick, Lee, Nick Lee recovers so fast that, you know, a really good, okay, a Yanni Giacomahalis will take advantage of Nick Lee putting himself in a bad position. Joey McKenna, more methodical, not as offensive. I'm not sure he's going to take advantage of Nick Lee putting himself in a bad position. I think he can recover. Um, <clears throat> Nick, Nick Lee has, 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 very, has very much impressed me, much more than I thought he was going to this year. Um, his recent win over Tommy Thorne by a, a major decision, almost a technical fall, almost pinned him. And this is a Tommy Thorne that just major joy. Just major joy. I mean, and I don't want to get into too no. We don't need to do transitive property. It doesn't make sense in this match, especially with the way that Joy McKenna did lose. Um, I'll say this. Yeah, go ahead. This is this is a key match. Okay, this is a swing match. All right, it's a toss up match, and I think this is one of those matches that's going to be very pivotal to the outcome of this duel. And that's why I don't like it because I'm going to take uh, Nick Lee by three, or Nick Lee uh, by decision. Damn it, Ben. You've made the pick the first time through all three of these. So. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, well, I was going to say the same thing, um, actually. Um, I think – God dang it. I think actually, that I, – I, Go ahead. No, I. This this match has just got me – it's got me baffled. It really does. I don't know which Joey McKenna is going to show up, to be truthfully honest. Is this a Joey McKenna that's going to be very stingy, have some very stingy right. defense, not ride allow tough. a lot of points, ride tough, you know, be able to get in on one or two of those really good single-leg shots he has? If that's so, shut Nick Lee down. Or is this going to be a Joey McKenna that is very timid, allows Nick Lee to dictate the pace of the match, um, allow Nick to get to his offense? Are we going to see gas tank issues? Exactly. You know what, man? I- I'm going to go ahead, just so the fact that we're not the same – I'm going to say that McKenna, the veteran, knows what has to be done for the Buckeyes to win this match, and I think I'll take McKenna by three. All right. McKenna Uh, by the decision. Hey, God, I hope so. 
I really hope so because that, I think that sets the Buckeyes up real nice. Because that's what we were expecting previously before they pulled Nick Lee's red shirt. We were nah. expecting something like 5 3 3. I will tell you this if, if I was just talking to myself right now and making picks, I probably would have just picked Nick Lee. Okay. Well, he's he's definitely shown that he is legit. Uh, just to let you know that WrestleStat has uh, Jeremy McKenna over Nick Lee 8 to 5. Um, WrestleStat is pretty much always wrong in their dual predictions, so you can <laughs> expect a Nick Lee victory. No offense to the guy that runs WrestleStat. It's an amazing website. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all. He's it's almost always wrong in his dual of the week picks or whatever. Well, one, 149, I think this is another pivotal match, and, it, and it's pivotal for a couple different reasons. It's only pivotal for one. How much are you giving up? Yeah. Zane versus Keyshawn Hayes. Uh, right now, I got it 15 to 2 by WrestleStat. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Um, I hate to say this, man. I, I, I don't want to say this, but I'm just, for the sake of it, I'm going to pencil Zane in for a fall. You're going to fall. I am. Okay, I'm going Zane by uh, and te- I, technical superiority. And I love Keyshawn. Uh, Keyshawn's probably one of my favorite Buckeye wrestlers. Um, I think the progression he's made has been has been amazing. Um, his defense is so stingy. He's won a lot of matches by tech fall without giving up any points, but he's not wrestled Zane Rutherford before, and Zane brings that pain. Zane is excellent on top. What I fear is is that Zane is able to take him down a few times and wear him out. Then he starts working that bow and arrow tilt that he can transitions right to the fall. I like what Keyshawn Hayes has done this year. He's been pretty stingy. He uh, he hasn't been pinned. Um, he's wrestled all Americans um, and beaten them. He's he hasn't wrestled anybody of Zane's cal- caliber. Nobody's wrestled anybody of Zane's caliber until he wrestled Zane. With that being said, I think that he is savvy enough. To be able to give up the technical fall. You know what? Now that you savvy s- enough to give up the technical fall. <laughs> now that you've said that, uh, you know Zane just wrestled Rutgers today. Uh, wrestled Deluca. That's how you say it, right? Deluca, yeah. and only one by major. <laughs> only one by major. Right. Um, and Keyshawn is better than him. I don't care what anybody says. Keyshawn's better than Deluca. He lost to him because he got chucked his back twice like a dummy. You know what? Though this is in rec hall. It's in rec hall. You going to fall still, or are you going to make, or going to I'm going to go fall. All right, good. Okay. Stand by your prediction. So, 157. We got Micah Jordan wrestling. I doubt it's going to be Jason Nolf. I don't think it's going to be Jason Nolf. It probably is not. Um, in fact, actually, they've already got Brian F- uh, Friary in here from WrestleStat. That is super strange. How would they WrestleStat do that already? Huh. I have no clue. Okay. Well, they must know more than we do. I don't know. Um... Um, regardless of who it is, I'm gonna um, take Michael Jordan probably by a, a technical fall. If it's anyone other than Jason Nolf, I'm gonna pick Michael Jordan to win this match. Oh yeah, uh, do you go Tech or it's hard to tell. I'm gonna go. Let's no. go Major. I'll go Major. Yeah, I'll go Major because we don't know, right? You really don't know, and I mean, look, uh, Michael Jordan Day. Look, did he? He didn't. He didn't win by Tech fall today, right? He scored a crap ton of points against the backup. So you know, do you, it just well, that, that, those guys are wrestling. I think those guys are fighting for a spot, but either way. Okay. Okay. Well, regardless, though, I mean, he wrestled a backup today, Waisaki, right? And, um, yeah. You know, he wasn't able to secure the tech fall there. I, I, I don't know. You know, it just it, you never know what to expect, but I don't see Micah Jordan getting the tech fall, so I'm going to say major. We both we both went major there, and I wrote technical falls down for us, so that was stupid. Brandon, why don't you take us to 65? <laughs> Ugh. Well, uh, we have... This will be interesting. Tayshan Campbell. Yeah. All right. I'm assuming we'll see him back in the lineup. 
I, I, against I can't Penn State. Re- I can't imagine we won't. Um, against uh, Vincenzo Joseph. So um, I'll tell you this. They have wrestled before. They have wrestled before. I think you made five. Oh, was it nine to five? Nine to five. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it will be Winchenzo Joseph. I really hope it's not Pinchenzo Joseph. But I'm not extremely confident in that. I'm not sure if he's going to get the pin. It's Rec Hall. God, you make great points. Um, Vincenzo gonna... Joseph is wrestling as well as any 165 pounder in the country right now. In fact, you and I talked a lot, like through the off season and the beginning of the season, and we thought, you know, Joseph just got hot at the national tournament last year. He got lucky against Iowa. Thought he was good. Thought he was good, but you know what? We just kind of thought, you know, things kind of fell his way a little. Maybe bit. Maybe he's a top three guy, but maybe he's not winning it. Is what we thought, kind of. Right, I'm thinking Vincenzo Joseph is a lot better than I ever thought he was. I'm thinking right now. I, <laughs> I don't. Right now, I, I think that him and I are, are, are neck and neck. Um, I, I probably. Well, you go ahead. You pick first. You keep on yelling at me for picking first. I'll go Joseph by way of major decision. Okay. Unless he stalls him out. <laughs> <laughs> um. I hate to say this. No, I'm going Joseph by major because it's the smart pick. But I could see it being I could see it being a tech follower pin. God, I could see it being a tech follower Campbell's pin. Campbell's going to The way the Campbell's been wrestling, dude, he just got freaking stalled out by freaking Austin Hiles from Michigan State. Again, Campbell's going to have to wrestle really smart in this match, or he's going to wind himself up. He's going to find himself on his back. So does he wrestle? Does danger. he wrestle to win, or does he wrestle to conserve points? Um, I think he's got to wrestle to win. Oof. I know. It's sad. Yeah. All right. Oh, all right, baby. Here we go. <laughs> Let's strap in. 174, Mark Hall versus Bo Jordan, a rematch of the national finals last year. Uh, won by Bo Jordan. I'm sorry. Nope. The ref fucked that one up. Won by Mark Hall. Whoa, the ref did have that one up. <laughs> that was definitely two. Sorry, Mark. We'll send you a T-shirt. <laughs> You're on the cover of it. Yeah. Well... Something that's similar to your likeness, but is not necessarily you, is on the cover of it. Okay. Who's <laughs> um, you got, Ben? How do you see this match playing out? Mm. Uh, I see this match being a one-takedown match. Bo Jordan is really hard to score on um, from his feet, although... So is Mark Hall. Yeah. Although I've seen Bo Jordan... We've seen Bo Jordan get reversed a couple times this year. Um, Miles Amin reversed him. And Mark and, Hall is extremely athletic on yep. the mat. And, and uh, Lighty today yes. reversed him. Um, I see this... Right now, look, don't freaking yell at me, guys. All right? I'm, you know, I'm going to see what's going to happen, but I see this being three for Penn State. I see this being three for Ohio State. Oh, really? I do. No way. I do. Why? I think Bo Jordan is going to come. A, it's his senior year. Okay? I think he wants to win this duel. He knows he's got to win this match to win this duel. I think that he's going to come with a little, wanting a little bit of vengeance from the NCAA finals match last year. I think he finds a way to to take Mark Hall down without getting taken down by Mark Hall. Okay. Um, I see this. I see this about. I see this like a three to two, four to three type. How does match. he take him down? Um, sweep I, single. I think it's going to have to be the sweep single. You think that he could put a, put enough of a ride on him to get a riding time? No. Because I think he can get out from Marky. I think he can get out from Mark Hall. I don't think he can ride Mark Hall. I think he can ride him enough to maybe collect a point. He couldn't even ride Liddy today, did he? he? Oh, yeah, he got riding time. Did he get riding time? Oh, yeah, All he right. did. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of riding time. 
Um, oh, a lot of writing time. All right, you got me plus three for Ohio State, right? Yeah, You're taking that plus, plus three, three for Penn State. State. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm excited about right here. Do I get to go? No, I went go first last time. No, go first. Oh, I got I got three all day for Ohio State, son. Okay. I got Mymar. Dude, wh- what else can I say about Mymar besides the fact that I think that he is the most improved wrestler I've seen in a long time that's been a national champ before? I agree. I mean, I agree with you on what you just said about Mymar. Yeah, he's totally turned it up a notch this year. Now, Bo Nickel... Two of the last ma- two of some of the, two of the last like three or four matches I watched him wrestle. I watched him lose to Dominic Abinator. Oh, excuse me, I watched um, him win to do- against Dominic Abinator when he should have lost, um, but the rest screwed that one up. And I watched him get pushed to the it, it was, and I watched him get pushed to the limit against Nick Covina today. A dude that my Mars messed up before. Not only that, but my Mars just looking great. My Mars not going to be scared to go upper body with him. My Mars going to freaking take him down with the doubles. My Mars going to be able to to, to just straight up wrestle him. My, Bo Nichols never been proven to be able to ride Mymar, and uh, I got three. I got three for Mymar, and and I tell you what, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure that Bill Nichols is going to beat Mymar this year. Okay. Wow. As a Buckeye fan, I want to see that happen so bad. I want to see Mymar sweep him this year. Um, but I'm going to pick Bo Nickel in the duel. Uh, okay. I'm gonna call. Pick, no, it has nothing to do with Rec Hall. You going three? I'm going to go three. Bo Nickel. Um, I think Miles Martin does beat Bo Nickel at some point this season. The only time Miles Martin's ever been able to beat Bo Nickel has been in a tournament setting. Okay, for some reason okay. he just does not wrestle him well in duels. Think of the duel last year. Mymar gave Good up point. a takedown in the last ten seconds of every period to lose oh, that match. He lost like eight to two. Exactly. Bo Nickel Good point, has shown man. a propensity to be able to take Mymar down, and usually the only time Bo loses is when he goes when Mymar catches him in an upper body situation. Okay, I think. The Penn State, if I can realize that, and I'm an idiot when it comes to this. Well, you're not an idiot. The Penn State coaches are smart enough to realize this and can create a game plan for him to beat beat Miles Martin. So I'm going to go with history that says dual setting at Rec Hall. Bo Nickel knows how to beat him. He knows how not to lose to him. He knows what he knows how my mark can beat him, and he stays away from those, and, and Bo Nickel gets the three points here. I wouldn't call you an idiot. Man. So you call yourself an idiot. Now you're not Kel Sanderson, <laughs> <laughs> but but you're not an idiot. Okay, I'm upset that you're picking nickel, but I'll t- I'll live with it. Um, one ninety seven. It's gonna be Shakur Rashid. I I I don't know. You know, this is such an interesting thing too, because look, I think Kel's already said that. You know, they're going to play this thing out at 197 through the end of the season, whether it's going to be Kassar or whether it's going to be Rashid. Right. Um, what's crazy about it is I don't think there's been a hotter. 197 pounder in the country lately than Shakur Rashid, but also what that's done is it's lit a fire under Kassar's ass as well because Kassar's been wrestling better than he has all season. I'm not sure who Kassar has been wrestling lately though has been up to the same standards that Rashid's been wrestling. Shakur beat the heck out of Kevin Beasley, returning All American. I I got beat him be- up. I got to believe that Shakur Rashid is the starter there. And put it this way, I, I, I'm like I said, I'm not an idiot, but I, you know I'm not Kel Sanderson either. Um, my eyeball test says Shakur Rashid is your starter, guys. Why is it? Why? Why is there an issue here? Let uh, my thought is let's go with Shakur Rashid wrestling because I think you and I both agreed that's probably the more yeah. likely scenario. Uh, and I think whoever we see start for Penn State in this match is probably whoever is leading that race to be the starter for Penn State. Yeah. All right. Either way, I I, I probably got a similar score. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and pick more, but it's I think it's gonna be close. I think we're looking at three points here for for the Buckeyes. Yeah. Um. If it is Rashid, I am very curious to see if he can get that cradle 
on a guy like Moore. Because that what that be will surprised. do what that will do, that will show how good he actually is and what his ceiling actually is this year. Because if he can cradle up a guy like Moore and he's got that, that cradle he's got is devastating. It's deadly. Devastating. But he's got to get on top of him. He's gonna have to take top, I'm thinking. Because I don't think Moore goes underneath him and I don't I I just think Moore he's he's been able to get out on a lot of people. He's wrestled a Preston Weigel before who's real tough on top. Yeah. Um I yeah. will take him by three. Wouldn't be surprised to see a major if only because I think Rashid is a little bit smaller, and I think Rashid's really going to open up. I don't think Rashid's going to sit back and block off unless he has to. But I am going to take him by three. I'm going to take more by three. Same here. Um, and that, and that, give, that brings us to Captain America versus uh, uh, Nicholas Nevels. Yeah, it's crazy, too, thinking that uh, Snyder, he's still in Russia right now, or wherever it is in Russia. Yeah, he just won that Yurgen. Yurigen. Um, so by the time he, he's not going to have much rest time by the time he gets back to step on the mat. He's got that extra day since the duel is actually on Saturday instead of Friday. <laughs> we, we need to confirm that. Will you call him and let him know? Because you told him it was Friday. <laughs> he's freaking out right now. <laughs> Kyle Snyder's, he got to get an early flight home. I'm glad I didn't tell him it was Saturday and then it ended up being Friday. He's like, <laughs> a good idea. He shows at the rec hall and nobody's there. It's a volleyball game going on. All right, so I, I think we both agree Kyle Snyder's going to win this match. It's just by how much, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go major. Yeah, me too. Major. He's, he's major number four. Um, you know, I think that I think that if he <laughs> God, if he needs a tech fall, maybe he gets it. But I, I think smart money's on major, and the reason why is because look, anybody can keep it to a major if, they, if that's if that's their goal. Right. Okay. All right. So tell me, what do we got here? What's the uh, let's uh, let's do the math here and see what this comes up to. Sounds good. Hmm. All right, so I think <laughs> I have it twenty-five to sixteen, Ohio State. Oh, oh, <laughs> I O. The I interesting know. thing, though, is is that's without Jason Nolf wrestling. Nolf full strength. What do you got it? If Nolf is wrestling full strength, I would probably give Nolf a tech fall. So that's a nine point over swing. Mickey, huh? Over Mickey, that's a nine point swing right there. So with that, if you take away the four points, so I gave Mickey so twenty five minus four twenty one, and you give Nolf the five point sixteen plus five, that's twenty one to twenty one, baby. Twenty one twenty one. So then we're just talking. Now more. we're on criteria. Now we're on criteria. Lord, 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 Lord. But you know, that's if Nolf wrestles. We don't know. He, he might. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Could have just been. I don't know. What do you got? Uh, I had it, uh, the OSU at 22, Penn State at 15. Um, so, uh, if not, and then I would have given Nolf four. I would have given Nolf a major, um, which would have gave them 19 over 18 to Ohio State. So, if Nolf was wrestling, I have Penn the Buckeyes. State. Yeah, if Penn State winning by one. If With Nolf not wrestling, I have Penn State losing um, 22. God, that just goes to show how important he is to that team. He's, he's super important. I hope he wrestles. You know, and, and look at it this way. It's the, the, and the funny thing is, is you know, I, of course, in my calculations, I've got McKenna over Lee. You've got Lee over McKenna. I've got Bojo over Hall. You've got Hall over Bojo. I got Mymar over Bo. You got Bo over Mymar. Right. And you know yeah, what? Got those are all matches that Penn State could win all of those matches. Ohio State could win all of those matches. Right. You know, so it's going to be great. With, with Nolf out... Ohio State could actually put a decent, a decent win, up, like a decent beating. They no. could, but think about that. Like, could I had it twenty five to sixteen? That's a decent beating. But look, 
I was going to pick Nick Lee. Penn State can win. Okay, I was going to pick Nick Lee. Penn State can definitely Bo win. Jordan over Mark Hall. I mean, that's that that is a, that's the toss-up of all toss-ups. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's one-to-one. You know, Bo Nickel and Mymar, that's that's such a toss-up, even though I picked Bo Nickel. So, this match, Penn State could still win this match Penn State could win Nolf. without Nolf. They definitely can. And that's crazy. They de- they don't, they're that good. I, I Look, I favor Penn State. If Nolf's healthy, I favor Penn State to win the NCAA title. Right I've, I've said that multiple times. You know, it's just the way it is. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging for anyone to dethrone them. Yeah, you know, it's going to be really challenging, especially, you know, where we are seeing maybe we're not going to get as many points as we thought we were at some weight classes. So, All right. So there you have it, man. we got an amazing match coming up sometime Ohio's- next week. And I don't, even, I don't know what day it is, but it's sometime next week. <laughs> and apparently weekend. Ohio State's going to win by both of our calculations. <laughs> no, we're not homers at all. No, but, but um, seriously, you know, I want to end it on, gosh, I, you know, speedy recovery for Jason Nolf. Absolutely. Like, and I'm, by speedy, I mean let's, let's, let's see scrap this weekend if you could. I hope we get to see him. Yeah. All right, man, you got anything else? Nothing, man. This is fun. That's all we got. And as always, don't wind up on your back, bro. Episode number 51 is in the books.